Hey everybody, Kershlicker here for Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast. And uh, what a VIP podcast we have today. Because uh, I am, uh, first of all, there's water falling from the sky. I don't understand it. It's weird. Um, there's a name for it. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's like uh, one of those weird uh, Eskimo names for snow when water falls from the sky. Paro? Caldell, what is, what is? The, this water thing no. that's happening. I'm not used to it. It being California. As Hugh Hewitt pointed out, this is not part of the deal. It's 60 degrees, so it's pretty much a freaking ice age. Uh, I mean, this just proves global warming is a thing. Also, if it wasn't raining, it would also prove that global warming is a thing. And if it was raining exactly the normal uh, amount, that would likewise prove that global warming is a Okay. Big news, only news uh, really right now is Donald Trump passing on a rule. I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. Hit the streets. Uh, and there's a lot of heat on Ron DeSantis because he's like, well, there really hasn't anything happened except you sent out a media, a social media truth. And I am not on truth social because I have a life and I've kissed a girl. Um, it's... Uh, uh, so Ron DeSantis is doing the right thing, holding back, waiting to see what's going on. Uh, some of the other people are freaking out. And there's one guy, my favorite, one one guy, right? Okay, now Trump's like, everybody go out and protest! Because that worked out real well the last time when a bunch of people went out and protested in a blue city where they could be framed. So if you think that's a great idea, now there's one guy, and he got busted doing it. But he's standing for Trump, he's going, he's like, where's Ron DeSantis? Well, I know where he is. He's not paying off a hooker. Uh, this is a, a, a abomination and a banana republic abortion of, you know, new thermonuclear level. This is very, very bad. Donald Trump is unequivocally in the right. But, you know, how people respond is not up to him. Okay. Uh Especially Ron DeSantis. What, what's the what's the uh, the nickname du jour for Ron DeSantis? Is it Meatball Ron? DeSanctus? What 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 is it? Uh, the nickname guy that you know Donald Trump wants to come and save him looks kind of desperate and creepy. I just find it annoying. Okay, I find the the fact that the, it's become a thing annoying. I find uh, uh, the, the only Trump people demanding that Ron DeSantis handle this. I gotta tell you. It's, uh, you know, Donald Trump is definitely the wrong party here. He is, uh, this is absolute bullshit. Uh, but it's also absolute bullshit to, uh, uh, try and make it Ron DeSantis's problem. It is not Ron DeSantis's problem. Uh, it is, uh, Trump's problem. And, uh, I don't see why DeSantis has any kind of, uh, moral obligation to jump the gun before we know what's even happening. Because, again, it's only Donald Trump sending out a truth and some leaks to NBC News. We'll see what happens. So, Donald Trump manages to simultaneously be in the right and in the wrong. So, that's a thing. But I just, I find the whole thing very, very um, The fake Ramaswamy is out there. Uh, he, 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 he jumped into it, and then Trump walked it back, leaving him hanging out there. Nice try, Ad. Vivek, because remember, Vivek didn't know what the nuclear triad was, which I think would be an important thing to know 
for being president. I, I, I like Vivek in general, but uh, don't be an uppity bitch because you're going to get uppity bitch slapped, okay? It just don't. I don't fucking Pence is out there. I don't know what the hell Pence is doing. I don't care. Pence. Who's the guy who thinks, besides Mike Pence, that Mike Pence has a chance of being president of anything? Maybe his local Rotary Club in uh, fuck Indiana or wherever he comes from. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, you know, the thing about Pence is he's one of those guys constantly kind of like wringing his hands, trying to make sure he's doing the right thing. And sometimes he does, but he seems like a doofus about it. And other times he doesn't and seems like a doofus about it. And it just comes off as weak and stupid. Um, he does not have the capacity for the vengeance that this requires. And I, I, I think, uh, and I think Ron DeSantis will, in fact, if this transpires, this uh, uh, miscarriage of justice, if it transpires, I think he will wreak horrible vengeance on the left. Uh, if, look, there is a, a norm that you don't prosecute your political opponents except in the most uh, egregious of circumstances where no reasonable people can differ on whether this is a problem. Okay? Let's look at this case. And anyway, well, let's look at it because the regime media will not look at it. And I was just reading Steve Krakauer's book on the media, and I forget what, what it was called, like Up the Media or something. I don't know. Steve Krakauer? Uh, yeah, Steve Krakauer. He's Megyn Kelly's... Uh, uh, producer, and he's like a journalist, and it's like, well, you know, this is how the jur how the news media got lost its way, okay? And uh, I, uh, I like the media, and I want it to do a good job, and I'm like, mm, that see, that's where we differ. I want it destroyed, bulldozed, and then I want to poo on the bulldozed. Uncovered, oh. uncovered. Okay. Yeah, it's a good book. I mean, it's an interesting book. The thing about Krakow is he just his perspective is. Oh, I, I think the media is an important and necessary component, and I want to make it better. And mine is, they are my enemies, and I want to hurt them in any legal way possible. You know, so we have a very different view. So he's looking at it that way, I'm looking at it this way. And uh, if the media was doing its job, which it cannot do, the media can't do its job. It can't do it because it's ideologically blinder. It can't do it because it doesn't want to do it. It can't do it because these are unaccomplished, stupid people. And I said this at CPAC, and they said, you are, you were joking about murdering journalists. And all I could think of was joking. Was that joking? Um, they're unaccomplished, stupid people who've done nothing but be journalists. Okay? I mean, you know, you used to have people who, you know, did things in life, and then they started writing stories for newspapers. Now, they are rich kids. They go to a rich kid university, they get out of a rich kid university, start writing for some dipshit online thing while their parents subsidize them, and then they go to the New York Times or wherever, and they're dipshits. Uh, exhibit A, Taylor Lawrence. And uh, they don't have the capacity to do this stuff. Now, let, let's look at this. Explain to me, if you can, what Donald Trump is supposed to have done wrong. Now, I can, I can put it kind of. It is a theory where he took company funds and someone mislabeled them as uh, attorney's fees and then paid them to Michael Cohen 
who paid off his girlfriends, or actually two of them. There was uh, Stormy Daniels, who looks exactly like a stripper named Stormy Daniels would look. And then there's Karen McDougal, who is the Playboy Bunny. And, you know, props to you, Trump. I mean, holy shit. Uh, but uh, he paid them off. And, you know, was this a campaign expenditure? Well, it couldn't be a campaign expenditure, but they're saying it was a campaign expenditure and it wasn't reported, which is a misdemeanor, but discussing doing it makes it a felony and it's just complete bullshit. And any real prosecutor would look at it and go, I'm going to prosecute anybody for this. This is fucking stupid. But no, they want to invent a new theory of prosecution. It's convoluted and, and insane and bullshit to get a president. A guy running for president, a guy who was president. Um, if you can think of anything more poisonous to uh, uh, American politics, you know, congratulations, because uh, that's that's pretty freaking bad. But no one will explain it to you. All they say is, like, oh, Trump uh, paid off Stormy Daniels. Okay, you're allowed to pay off your whores. Okay, you're allowed to fucking settle disputes with your whores for non with non disclosure agreements and pay the money. That is absolutely legal. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, Bill Clinton did it. Uh, lots of people. And look, I have no doubt Donald Trump had sex with Stormy Daniel. Okay, he denies that. I don't believe. Notice how he doesn't deny, though, the hot one. He's like, ah, I'm not denying that. Uh, but uh, no, I, I'm, I'm sure he did. And it, it's scummy. Uh, and she's a whore. And uh, it's just uh, the whole thing's gross. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that this is a uh, an abomination. As far as uh, do I have to pick up a prescription? Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. This is that this is some sort of abomination. As far as our constitutional rule along this, because it is, it totally is. It's complete bullshit on every level, and it's kind of hard to uh, really imagine the consequences. But I think they're going to be bad because now the whole thing about not prosecuting the airside, that's gone. The norm is gone, which is great for us because, you know, we don't have a lot of tropes. Most of our guys are nerds who don't even know how to pick up a hooker. It's not like I'm an expert, but, you know, I've seen movies. Um, No, but I mean, look, look it's it's usually the Democrat who's doing something shady. It just is. And that's, you know, and if we're not going to go, well, you know, we don't really want to bring politics into this, fuck it. Politics are in it. Bring it. It's now a weapon system. It's now a tool. It's totally legitimate. But it's not right. Shut up. I know. Somebody, who was it? It was Baseball Crank. You know, he's the NRO guy. He's the little baseball avatar. And he's always the voice of uh, rule of law and shit, as if there's a rule of law. Uh, John Cardillo says, hey, you got to, uh, you, you, you've you got to uh, uh, have red state district attorneys prosecute Democrats. And uh, baseball cranks, well, you know, you know, there are some things that are more important. You want to be able to stand before the Lord and explain to him your actions. And I'm thinking... Well, I decided to jettison an obsolete presumption 
that we wouldn't uh, prosecute political opponents, uh, you know, e you know, like we would anyone else, uh, because everyone else was giving it up. I, I, I think I could explain that if asked, um, you know, a judgment. I don't think that's the, the idea is not to go make things up, which is what the Democrats are doing. The idea is to not have the presumption that you're not going to charge political opponents. And not to make it, you know, very, very, very high standard to do such a thing. Have the normal standard. If we're doing the normal standard, let's do the normal standard. And I am so tired of these guys who watch norms get gang raped and just sit there and go, oh, well, you know, it's no biggie. If we wouldn't want it to be turned against us as it's being turned against you. Okay? It's, you know, don't give me the cautionary tale. We're living the cautionary tale. And the way to get out of the cautionary tale is to kick some ass. These guys have got to freaking learn. These people are not going to learn because you're like, you know, it's a really bad thing and norms are important. And it's, you know, it's vital that we all share feelings about love. What we need to do is kick their asses. They've got to suffer. They've got to feel pain. They don't pain. Then they're going to continue doing this. If you want this to stop, you've got to stop it. You don't stop it by allowing yourself to be utilized like the previous boy on a pirate ship. Okay? That doesn't mean they're not going to sit there and go, well, you know, I've really put a lot of power and advantages out of this. And I'm feeling pretty bad about that. Okay, that's not how this works. I've got a lot of power and advantages out of this. What other norms can I break? Your softness, sissy cons, has allowed this to happen. You know? Get some testosterone in your life. Stop being little bitches. Well, I don't want to... The, the, the norms, it's in you. I don't want to... Shut up. God, you people are the worst. Oh, there's like a crow chasing a... A, 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 a story. Oh. Well, that's weird. I didn't see that coming. I'm sorry, you get, you know, life as it happens here on uh, Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast. That was a big old crow. Crows are big AF. Wouldn't mess with that. Dude, crow. Especially if I was a squirrel, because squirrels are kind of punk-ass bitches. I mean, look at those, look at those little tiny T-Rex arms. Is it going to do a push-up? Crow's got those big old freaking, uh, you know, legs. Crow will fuck you up. Yeah, that was a big fat one when you think about it. It must be eating a lot of squirrel. No. <laughs> are you? It must be eating a lot of squirrel when the crows, t crows get a taste for flesh. <laughs> And then it's all over. <laughs> I still don't know the difference between a crow and a raven. Oh. old shepherd. There's somebody walking around with a very old golden shepherd. Oh, golden shepherd? No, not golden shepherd. Just a shepherd shepherd. And you know, we're in a very nice neighborhood at the moment. Changing the subject. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's some kids. 
I was going to point out that most people here are like old. It's old people who hold like all this property, the nice houses. It's all old people. And they're just kind of running out the clock. And suddenly these nice houses are going to go to their ne'er-do-well children who freaking don't work and play video games all day. And I think it's kind of ate up. Okay, dumb kids. Maybe you should get the fuck out of the road. Oh, I hate freaking people. I hate others. But I love little doggies like that one. So cute. Okay, try not to this guy. What, the fat kid? <laughs> he's kind of... He's husky. It looks like that uh, Guinness Book of World Record picture. Of the two guys riding the motorbikes. No. Everybody knows that picture. No. All I got to do, if you are a Gen X kid, I say the uh, the the two twins riding the motorbikes. Everybody goes, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. We all grew up. Now, now kids today are like, what do you mean? It's like a secret code. It's like uh, fat dudes on a mini bike. It's like the secret handshake for our generation. I got to do that on the... We are maybe uh, developing a new property. I think there was a book we bought, right? Like our Scholastic book fairs and stuff. Yeah, everybody had like, well, one kid in every neighborhood had a copy of it, plus there's one at school. Yeah. So everyone would gather out. What's the longest booger? Okay. Whoa! And there was always a freaky guy with like the 15-inch fingernails. That's right. That 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 one, That freaked me out. And how the nails grew and curled. And they curl, and it looks just... I mean, they're not. And I just saw on okay. And then my quest was always go to the bathroom. How did it wipe? <laughs> that was. I'm like, how? I know. It's like technically. Dead. I'm like, how does he wipe his shit box? <laughs> That's like you're always your first thought. I got it. How does he polish his phone hole? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I never worded it like that. <laughs> Word of boy. <laughs> well, it's true. Oh, yeah, I would shake his hand. I'm like, hey, have you decontaminated? Okay, I don't know why you're crossing the street there, lady. Oh, it's Sunday. It's okay, church is over, and a lot of people have masks. Oh, wow. They do. Stop being all oh, I hate, no, 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 a few. But I hate, and there's a guy who's dressed like Geronimo. Oh, dear. <laughs> It's like it's the seventies. It's like disco church that doesn't believe in like crosswalks. First Church of Jay walking. I'm crossing the street and you can't stop me. Okay, all right. Oh man, we should go back to church sometime. Yeah, we should do that. You know, you know what I object to a church? The music. I hate when they have, because they, they, they're all like, okay, let's get the praise band out here. Here's a song about Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I like Jesus as much as the next guy, but you're kind of sissy contemporary rock plus Jesus. That that, that wrecks the Jesus. I just don't think, I, I just don't think it, 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 it doesn't help. And I, and they would like play for like 20 minutes before the sermon. So yeah. I would, like, make us go, and we'd be, like, 20 minutes. We were always late, we were always late because I didn't want to sit so for 20 minutes. So we'd have to go into the overflow. We'd have to go in the overflow. 
overthrow overthrow Rome. Where the rebels are! The church rebels. We're taking this church. We're making it our own. And we're installing kegs. It's gonna be a party church. And we're outlawing guitars! And you know, the bassist in every church band always looks the same. That's the same guy. It is the same guy. I don't know how he does He's like six foot one. He's 132 pounds. You know he lives with his parents. And he's like... And it's like, I don't. I can't. I cannot do contemporary church. I just... You know. I don't necessarily want somebody doing Gregorian chants. But you're like, well, I'm open to that. No, you know, but it's like, I just can't. Here's another song about Jesus, and we'll have a little video playing, which will show the sky. And it's like, it's, this does not, no, this doesn't work for me. I mean, there are some people in there going, wow, this is great. I'm getting a lot of good stuff out of this. And I don't, I don't want to take away their experience. It's just, you know, let's, you know, let's cut straight to the Jesus. We're out the drums. Well, I think the guitars are much better. Uh, the guitars. There's, oh, gosh. And there's always someone, and when they're singing, they're moving their hand around like this. You think, like that, like jazz hand. One hand on the mic, the other hand just kind of shaking, and I'm like, what are you, got fucking palsy? It's like, stop. I'm just, there. there we go. This is what you get on Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast. You get Kurt complaining about church. I want to Seventh Day Adventist church. What do they do? Is there something unusual about Seventh Day Adventist? It's they have a different. Uh, di- they have some dietary restrictions. Really? Like, yeah. I don't know anything about. Yeah, they're, they're a little different. Okay. All right. Good for the you know do your side. But uh, I'm Methodist. I mean, whatever I want. Well, they barely have Jesus. They barely have Jesus. Thank you. That's my favorite joke. Second favorite. Favorite joke. It was also biblical when I was a stand-up. Favorite joke. We all know what happened in Sodom, but what happened in Gomorrah that was so bad no one will ever talk about it? That's my favorite joke that I wrote. I think I told that to Huckabee. I think somebody said child sacrifice. No, no, they were doing that in Sodom. Too. Oh, okay. uh, no, I think I told that to Huckabee, and he kind of looks at me. He's like, what? He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm paying to stop. What are you doing? He was like a minister. Uh, he's like the nicest guy, too. He loves having me there. Very nice. He'll fly me out to Tennessee and have me on the show. He's just thrilled. Very great. He's like, oh, wow, you're here. And I'm like, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and how are you? Really gracious. I like that. It's very professional. A very professional show. You get in there, and it's a big studio, and you're you are under control from the moment you get it. They're like, okay, we are going to walk you into the green room now. Here are snacks. You can sit and consume snacks. We will come and like you, and we will do your makeup. And nice we will walk room. you down. It is a nice. Yeah, it's a nice like living room type. It's it's very cozy. And it's always like senators. Invite food. Yeah, our food's very good. Very solid. Plus, you can score like packages of 
Doritos and shit and take them with you. Yeah, it's good stuff. So when I go there, I like to wear a suit with uh, uh, with rubber pockets so I can steal soup. <laughs> what I like to do. <laughs> That's one of my. It's one of the things that I do. He he doesn't. I do often. Is it often or often? Often. I call it often. Silent. I agree. But I, I do hear people house. say the tea, and I think it's because they like it. It's bad uh, to say the tea. But it's I was dating this chick who mispronounced everything, like kind of British. She would say, oh, I often enjoy a crumpet. And that was not a euphemism either. Um, but oh, she doesn't? She would. <laughs> well, well, love crumpet, the movie. Um, one of those 80s movies that not a lot of people know about. It's on a double bill with hard bodies. Remember hard bodies? Yes, I remember. It's like films here. It's oh, filmed at Hermosa Beach, yeah. Oh, huh. They have hard bodies. I gotta look that up on Wikipedia. Hard bodies. Stalled Constance. Did you, did you actually, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> I've never seen Hard Bodies. That's right. I probably Constance. have. I actually probably have because I had Showtime as a kid. Party down. Which. Showtime. You know, what's it? Well, once you hit about 10 o'clock at night, it was all titties. It was all. It was nippier than January in New Hampshire. So this is not a family-friendly show. So, okay. Did you like my Dennis Miller tribute? It was. Yeah, you were channeling him there. Nippier than New Hampshire in January. Okay, another. Okay, there's a thing called a crosswalk, you ugly beast. Okay. Okay, the woman's a wildebeest, and her child will soon be a wildebeest. No. Nippier than the January in New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah, you've done that enough. Hey, I like that. I can tell. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet that. I'm going to say, uh, just read this in Dennis Miller voice. That's like totally doing that. By the way, Dennis Miller, nicest guy around. I have, he, I've, I've talked to him. He loves you, though. He does, because I'm freaking hilarious. I'm hilarious. It's nippier than January in New Hampshire. Oh, oh when there's dogs. So, okay. All right. Okay. I think, have we gone far enough? Is this? If we exceeded all bounds of reason? I think so. Uh, all right. This has been Unredacted Town Hall VIP podcast from uh, the K-Dog um, to you, mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, Town Hall VIP consumer. And uh, we will be uh, uh, back next week. Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday are when my Town Hall columns run. Uh, I think I sent the one in for Monday. Yeah. But- yeah. Did I? I don't even know. I don't even remember what's about it. It's funny. I'll write them and they just leave my head. They're gone. I don't know. I need to say more. All right. I think it's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Go uh, get uh, Inferno, the new Kelly Turnbull book. It's one of the uh, top seven Kelly Turnbull books. And uh, go uh, writing number eight, which is fantastic so far. Very sexual. A lot of horniness. And, uh, you stop? 
And uh, go to my uh, On Locals page and you can uh, get all my stuff there. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon.